it really doesn't matter if you're going to go over to the left coast of the United States and join Skipper Dick Ritchie at D23, or you're going to do what Becca, that's B-E-K-K-A, is doing, and that's taking a Disney cruise, which she is currently on. When she gets back in a few days, you can contact her, that's Becca, B-E-K-K-A, at adventureisoutthertravel.com. Adventure is Out There Travel can find you discounts, get you concierge-level service, and take you all the places you want to go, whether it's a convention out west or a beautiful cruise. Kungaloosh, Viva Gaia, and let's get ready to speculate. Let's get ready to podcast. <laughs> let's get ready to welcome the, the 3 o'clock parade from Florida. It's me, Drunk at Disney, Professor Daniel Miller, and of course, just down the road, it's Rhiannon. Hi. And her birdies. Yep. Let's all sing how the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. She is recording live from the Enchanted Tiki Room. Oh, that would be awesome. And that's him live from the West Coast of the United States of America. That's Skipper Dick Ritchie. That would, that would be me. Skipper Ritchie, I mentioned let's get ready to speculate because speculation is swirling rumors, confirmations. With this D23 panel coming up this weekend that you are attending, shit's going down, man. People are fired up. People are excited about stuff that's going on. Some people are happy. Some people aren't. Some people don't want to lose things. Some people are like, fuck it. Let's lose it all. Personally, I, I, wow. I'm just in. I'm like, let's just do it. Let's go. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So I'm ready to make it happen. So I haven't really been super active on Twitter for at least a week. So I feel like I'm going to be hearing this live. So live. we're going to get my, my live reaction to various things because I have not been following the news. So Good. Well, yeah. well I will. Everything you love is going away. And Why am I not surprised? And it's all going to be Marvel. <laughs> well, um, then except, you're going to hear some table flipping. Except for the Haunted Mansion. The Haunted Mansion state. Oh, okay, well. Many, many beloved attractions are uh, being modified and or removed, possibly. But let's start off with something that's an actual fact. Oh. And it also brings up a really funny word. So, Skip, s- s- stick with me on this one. Siemens is ending its sponsorship of Spaceship Earth and Illuminations. Yes. So Siemens is pulling out. Yes, they are. Oh, my God. I'm going to flip a table. Siemens and pulling out. (laughs) Oh, drunky. But, yeah. I hear a lot of Siemens. Somebody posted, uh, I believe it was a Twitter user, Angus, was posting about podcasting. Like, you know a serious podcaster when they don't laugh. Yeah, I saw that. That was funny. Siemens pulling out is mentioned, and I thought, this is exactly what we live for. I just didn't laugh because I didn't really think it was funny. 
Siemens pulling out? Are you kidding? That's hilarious. I think it's great. Siemens pulling out. But the serious side of it Wouldn't is a it lot. Wouldn't it be like if Cox Communications pulled out and all that was left behind was Siemens? <laughs> now that's funny. That is funny. That's funnier. Right. That's that funny. is funnier. Let's change that. Let's let, let's make that the news. Mm-hmm. Um, but the 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 true story there is really what happens now to Spaceship Earth. There's a lot of speculations that it is now on borrowed time as an attraction. Although, really, what can be done to a building like that that's so unique without actually well, altering the awesome big ball that is at Epcot? Death Star. I mean, let's, let's... Death Star movie. It can be a Death Star. Okay. I... I, I will no longer be joking about flipping tables if that happens. But um, back up for a second, though. Just because Siemens is pulling out. Yes! Why? <clears throat> I didn't laugh. Um, why should that mean anything for that attraction? In other words, why not just get a different sponsor? Like, yeah. why does it have to... Like, Do they have certain copyrights to any parts of the attraction? Or is it just they are funneling some money into it to get their logo on it, and now we'll just have somebody else's logo on it. Well, that's Hopefully that. I'm pretty sure that, that Siemens wasn't the original sponsor of Spaceship Earth. Yeah. I'm sure oh, it's, it's definitely not. Sponsors come and go. <laughs> it's just so happening just, at I, such a time. This At this time, everything is literally like, it feels like anything and everything is on the block to be changed. Eh, I, I mean... I think there is a lot in the block to be changed, but I would never have put forth Spaceship Earth as one of those things, ever. I mean, that to me seems pretty fucking safe. Now, I could see updating it, obviously, but to totally strip it out and make it something, uh, one of their stupid IPs, or like, I don't see them doing that, yeah. honestly. And that, that's not just me being like, super fan, oh my god, don't touch it. That's me being like, practical. I don't think that's going to happen, so... So I looked back in 1982, the original sponsor, Bell Systems. After that, yeah. uh, AT&T took over. After AT&T, Siemens. And then now we're going to be with whoever comes in next. Uh, but yep. yeah, I don't think that that means Spaceship Earth is going away. I think that's a staple. That seems like a silly rumor. Yeah, that part's dumb. I hope you're right. And it does, it does lend me, unless you're literally going to do like a... The only reason to update it would be to make it some kind of thrilling attraction. The only way to do that would be, because of space constraints, would have to be just totally like a screens attraction where you go slowly, but it appears like you're moving fast. You know, like, <laughs> would be the only way to do it because there's not a lot of real estate within the big ball to do that. So I do agree, Rhiannon, that practically it doesn't make a lot of sense, but I think it's just in this, in this environment, everybody jumps to the idea like, we're screwed. Yeah, I think those people are just dumb. What a nice mentality to have. Just at every turn. I'm fucked. Oh, God. Oh, no. It's over. It's like you don't watch the news. I think everybody's just in that trigger mentality of like, oh, my God, we're going down the hill. Hell in the handbasket. I'm, I'm just numb now. <laughs> were you numb enough? And I want to see if Skipper Dick Ritchie was numb enough to when this was announced that Skipper's favorite female... Audio animatronic, the redhead from Pirates of the Caribbean, is being altered. The entire scene is being altered 
to take it away from being a wench auction into being an auction for goods, which she is now the proprietor of. So I did read about this because this was not in the past week. This was two weeks ago. Um, and I, and I, I tried to read as much as I could with the crazy fights that were breaking out on Twitter of people just saying, oh, my God, this is terrible. How can you change this ride? And people would be like, oh, my God, it's about time. This is just so offensive. We need to do this. And I read both sides, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I don't really care. Like, I, I, I don't think it needed to be changed, but the fact that they are changing it doesn't upset me. Eh? I mean, eh? I mean, yeah. I have some thoughts. I'd like to hear Skipper Dick Richie's thoughts now, since he is the probably the biggest redhead fan oh, I've ever met my entire life. He wants the ready. Uh, I, I'm not excited that they're changing it. I get where everybody, you know, well, not everybody, but some people feel it's offensive. And, you know, I've actually seen a few things where they're like, um, you know, they're equalizing it to what it's like to run the, like, rebel flag and stuff like that and how, you know, some people say it's okay and some people don't. So I get it. Some people are upset. They don't like it. And sure, I guess, you know, it's one of those things that they've changed in the past where the pirates used to chase the women and now the women are chasing them or, you know, the women have baked goods and that's what the guys are chasing. I don't know, something silly like that. But, yeah, um, you know, I, I, I think to a certain extent there's like whitewashing history, but this is a ride and it's for fun. So it doesn't really portray history anyway. So I'm not excited to see her go. Um, I think part of the fun are the lines that are like called out by the pirates around them, which I'm sure to hear her say that, you know, she's not looking for, uh, for rum, um, could be funny if the pirates are still calling out, you know, the same thing, but for Mm -hmm. the stuff they've collected, but I don't know, I guess, uh, like everything, we'll have to see what happens, but I, I personally don't want them to change it, but they don't listen to me right now. No. I just would be interested to hear what really went into the decision making process to change this. Like, was this really something that was complained about repeatedly to the point where they were like, okay, enough, we'll change it. Sorry. Because, I mean, I never heard anybody complaining about it. I, I mean, yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's where my main thoughts on this come from is I do not believe that was the case, Rhiannon. I think in whatever meetings or somebody's got bright ideas, they're like, what can we do to spark new interest in a lot of things? They're like, how about, of course there is some idea that the wench auction is a past its prime, shouldn't be out there. So that is there, but I don't think it's mass complaints. I think they thought, what if, how cool would it be? How marketable would it be if we turned her from the object of the, uh, auction into the auctioneer and now she's like a hero character who's like fending off the pirates but we can make her like... like an awesome marketable character put her okay. on t-shirts no 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 but hold on hold on I yeah. see where you're going with this but I think it makes more sense if you were talking about okay we're opening up our next Disneyland uh, Rio and we're gonna put a pirates there but what can we do to make it up to date 
and they wanted to like make that okay we're going to have this concept now for the redhead fine but to spend the money to reinvent the wheel at magic kingdom when and i understand what you're saying about like make it marketable but she was already marketable like she's already on t-shirts she's already a thing yeah and but so, she ain't gonna make the news right now she'll make the news nationwide when it debuts and they're like just, guess what new attraction at disney world it, it's just it seems to me like there's no roi on that honestly i don't think that they're going to see that much of an increase of interest versus what they have to spend to reinvent an entire scene. But what well, do I, don't think I, also, I don't think that they're having a problem with attendance on that attraction, though. Yeah, no. that's know, what I'm so, saying. I, so there's, there's a, no need to try to rob broke, people. Don't fix it. I'm just thinking goodwill on the news, making Good Morning America, making the Today Show. That's what I'm picturing right now, but I don't know. Yeah, but why, why would they want to do that? Like, it's great to have somebody talk about... They've got plenty of PR. They've, they just opened Avatar. They're getting ready to announce a ton of shit that we're going to talk about in just a moment for Epcot and whatever else changes they're going to do. And then once that's talked about, they're going to start talking about, you know, Star Wars land. So there's, there's tons of stuff, you know. Changing one scene in a ride isn't going to create that much of a buzz where people are like, holy shit, I got to get to Disneyland or I got to get to Disney World. About, you think it was about outrage then? That's the whole thing. I don't think it was. Like, I'm really genuinely curious as to where this came from. And again, I don't, it doesn't bother me as a consumer. It doesn't bother me even as a feminist. Like, I wasn't offended by this because it's, you know, historical representation of what happened. Plus, it's a silly ride. Like, whatever it doesn't offend me and so the fact they're choosing to do this i just then turn to like my business mind and i'm like hey what's the business purpose behind this because i don't see thousands of letters of outrage nor do i see an roi so it's like well, what, what are you doing here you know yeah that's I mean, just where i'm coming from I'm, but you guys obviously don't agree but I'm, I'm sticking with mine that it's positive pr re-theming, like rebranding the attraction with more excitement that will make the news and not, but that's me. But is it positive? Because what you have is uh, the small handful... Trump's America. Right, you have the small handful of people that may have complained about it saying like, yeah, we won. And then you have all the Disney purists and people that love it that are going like, well, that's stupid. So, you know, if you look Then you at- have... The rest of people are being like, oh, my God, stop whitewashing history. And like, oh, my God, we should all have our memorials to Robert E. Lee. And we should all be like wearing the Confederate flag as underwear. And so, like, oh, you're you not going to be pleasing those people either. I wear it as underwear because I like to shit on it. Whoa. Whoa. What do you fair. think about that? Whoa. That's fair. What do you think about that? Suck it. Yeah. Rebels. Losers. You lost. <laughs> it's over. Give it up. That's a whole other thing. We're getting way too political right now. Sorry. No, it's okay. Next, it's my next on the list. Clean off your drawers because we're traveling possibly to Brazil at Epcot. What do you think about this idea? Like, it's there's a lot of traction to this rumor that Brazil is coming to Epcot. Um, I love, love, love the idea of a new pavilion. Now, would Brazil have been my first choice? Probably not. But am I going to shit all over that idea? No, I'll take it. That's fine. Bring it on. Let's go. So you'll shit over the rebel flag, but not Brazil. Is that what we're saying? Correct. We we haven't kicked Brazil's ass in a war. 
<laughs> There's no reason. Nor nor do we have to. Yeah, right. To be, have any emotions, we can just Say we can it. all love one another and be yeah. happy, and that's fine. All right. I think it'll be cool. I think a lot of options. Um, it makes a lot of sense marketing wise. Uh, makes oh a yeah, lot definitely. And how many European countries do we have? It's so nice we're not getting another European country. Obviously, uh, this makes the the first would be the first South American country. Yeah. So pretty exciting. Um, let's hope that is announced. That would be pretty cool to go along with um, what we've already talked about here, the Ratatouille ride, which seems like that's going to be a that seems to be, of all the rumors, the most solid. So basically what could happen is once Coco takes over the Grand Fiesta tour, they can just move it to Brazil because of Jose Carioca. Man, if yeah. they did, that'd be fine. That would be so cool. As, as long as we keep a Three Caballeros-themed ride. Where, do you Mexico. Think, where, where are they going to put it? In the back. Just somewhere in the back. Just, you know. In the back. In the parking just lot. put it in the back. Put in the back. Not in the spot. I see what you were trying to do there, but. <laughs> um, let's see. So that's what's going on there. So much going on. Skipper to Gritchy. First off, next thing I want to do is ask Skipper to Gritchy, what are your plans for D23? We talked about this before. You thought you were going to try to hit more things this year than in the past? Yeah, that's, that's the plan. But, you know, there's always lines and all that kind of nonsense. Aaron actually made the investment to make to be a what is it gold d23 member so whichever the one that you have to pay the most for he did that and then he bumped it up to a family membership so up him and i think three guests uh actually have their own like uh line and seating area for the different panels so wow yeah so you know hopefully if we don't get too distracted by rum and all the other shit going on and the parks then uh, we should be hitting up some panels. With Aaron's that, a pretty good influence on you, and in far as far as staying on doing things. Yeah, but with that said, uh, my train doesn't even get in till after eleven o'clock, so the first set of plant panels we're not even going to make it all. And he's going to go see Brad Bird, so that's probably not going to happen on that one either. But uh, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll get up early and take an early train, or maybe I'll just leave tonight after this thing. I'm not really not really quite sure what's going to happen. All I know is that we're going to D23. I just got an email from Char, who is also going to be up there. Uh, she gets in uh, to LAX and rented a car and going to go straight. Uh, oh, shit. And go straight to Trader Wait. Sam's. So Is she trusting Philippe to watch the store? Uh, I don't know. That's going to be part of, the, part of the questions for tomorrow because <sighs> I, I – who knows? Who knows where Philippe is? Maybe he's at D23. Maybe he's hosting his own D24. Oh, that would be hilarious. <laughs> well, either way, Skipper Gucci, we expect some very important 3 o'clock parade news exclusives. We'll, we'll do our best. I'm excited to be there with the head of our news team. You say, So you're saying you'll do your best, so I should keep my expectations, you know, moderately in check? Pretty low. Keep them keep low. Don't have high expectations. When are they high? Yeah, right? Don't, don't ever <laughs> expect too much. That whole expect the best thing does not partake too often. We are not looking forward to it. But what I can promise you is I will be up there doing something Disney-related. Nice. Aside from that, I don't know. Um, what was I going to say? 
Rhiannon, you're going to be making a trip to Walt Disney World this weekend. Seems like a rumor. I don't know. All parts of you. Oh, yeah. I can tell you this. Rhiannon will be in Walt Disney World. Rhiannon's liver will be in Walt Disney World. And Rhiannon the cooler will be in Walt Disney World. Holy crap. We might have to get a family photo. Rhiannon the liver. I don't know. This feels like, you know, you can't have both the president and the vice president on the Air Force One. Like... (laughs) It actually does have a little bit of that feeling to it, but uh, if, if 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 all if all goes to hell in a handbasket, who knows what'll happen next week? Mm. We got skip. We, you basically have all of Disney Twitter in one place and one time, and that's the Anaheim Convention Center over the weekend. Mm, every blogger, every three o'clock parade news reporter, other than Colin and Ellen, that would be Char. That'd just be Char. <laughs> Be sure. But anyway, it's going to be a very important weekend out there. Lots going on this weekend. It's a very big. I'm excited. I don't know, man. Um, this week, uh, th- what was announced this week were New Year's Eve events at the Contemporary. Did you happen to see any of these? No. Nope. Really, you might be interested in the Princess and the Frog down in New what? Orleans, a Disney New Year's Eve dining experience at the Contemporary. That sounds awesome. Because when I think of authentic Cajun food, I think of the contemporary. You... Oh, did you guys go away? I oh. killed him. Yes. I think Drunky may have actually left. I win. I win. I win. I win. I mean, he's still showing as part of the conversation. But. Yeah, it's been robots. It's the second he showed up. Beep, boop, beep. <sighs> Oh, drunky. Um, what were we talking about? Some Princess and the Frog. Oh, yeah. And you were saying that you don't, you don't feel that. Uh, or that when you think of authentic cuisine, you don't think of the contemporary. No. Well, when I think of anything New Orleans adjacent, I don't think of the contemporary. Well, I, I mean, I just think we need to look at it a different way. Do we? Yeah, it's not the contemporary itself that's still, you know, I'm sure that they're going to have, it's the same kitchen you can get anywhere and the same ingredients you can get anywhere. They just happen to be at the contemporary. Right. I just, oh, it's like he never left. You know, so maybe the outside when you get there isn't themed, but once you get into the convention hall, you're going to be like, oh, this is kind of cool. Maybe. I'm sorry, but like of all the things that New Orleans and that culture is known for, New Year's is not one of them. So why Princess and the Frog themed party? Uh, I think it falls into the what else are we going to do category. I, I, just, I don't people, know. People like, dig Princess and the Frog. Like a... I'll tell you what else they're going to do. Okay, go. That's the Pixar party, a New Year's Eve celebration for children of all ages. That would be including you, Rhiannon. You're a child of all ages. Yeah. Uh, with a family-friendly way to ring in the new year, and that also that includes yeah, that sounds yeah, boring. that sounds boring to me. It sounds um, wait. So you're saying that the Princess the Frog party is not family-friendly and is all adults? What what? Correct. Mm-hmm. And there's also another adults-only one, and that is the Disney Countdown to Midnight, which has happened before. Um, that was when one year they did the Adventures Club, 
but it is so, not. Yeah. This then is tell more, more. Tell me more about this more. haphazard Princess and the Frog idea that All has right, I'll tell you just some more. no fitting concept whatsoever. All right. Fine dining is the theme of the third party. Down in New Orleans, a Disney New Year's Eve dining experience in the Grand Republic Ballroom. The room is beautifully decorated, like you said, Skipper DeGritchie. French Quarter style to transport you to the Big Easy. Stations will fever fla fever feature flavors such as oyster beignets, smoked salmon douche cones with caviar, Kobe beef tartare, and sheep's milk ricotta gnocchi. Super New Orleans-y. Signature dishes include herb-crusted Louisiana redfish, crayfish etouffee. Whoa, whoa. I hope that you're just reading that wrong, because if they actually put on the fucking program crayfish, I'm going to slap a bitch. It's Crawford. I don't right? know. It's Crawford. Thank you. Well, I'm reading it, crayfish, but oh I'm my, reading oh my God, WDW News today, so I don't know if it was a mistype. Or they say Cravish. Oh. I have a copy and paste. I don't know. Oh, my God. Uh, okay. Vito. Just right there. You, you fucking lost me. So, anyway, you're out. Wow. She's out. Okay. But they will a I... New Orleans band will entertain with a vocalist who will bring to life the classic songs from the film. And then you'll slip outside with a glass of bubbly just before midnight to ring in 2018 with a private viewing area for the Magic Kingdom fireworks. Price tag? Let me, I, guess, let me guess. Let me guess. The, the, the biggest one was like 400 and some was the Disney countdown to midnight. The family one was like 120-ish. And this is somewhere uh, in between the two. 250? I don't have it right in front of me. Ugh, this is not a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say... <clears throat> reason I, one of the reasons I brought that up, I, brought, I did go to New Year's Eve last year at Epcot, and I don't really have a desire to go to Disney and do New Year's Eve at one of the resorts. I don't know. If you're going to Disney, do Disney. No. That's me. I have no desire to go anywhere near anything populated. Yeah. New Year's Eve was a little rough. It was a little rough. Um, one thing I didn't realize... We didn't realize that we, we, we got a uh, reservation at Akershus, the sure. Norway, and we sat down. And we're like, this is actually pretty cool because it was packed. So, like, this is nice getting away from it all. I didn't realize they had, like, special um, holiday pricing. <laughs> <laughs> so Oops. it was, like, 50 ahead. I mean, it was something ridiculous. It was just like, oh, snap. And this is for, like, you know, dinner at, like, the character buffet. Isn't that what so. it usually is, though? It's less than that. How much less? Maybe, I, I, I've never I just, been, but I, I thought that for no, I'm I'm not being snarky. Like I, I've never been, but I did think that for a dinner there with characters, that it would be like at least forty five a person or yeah. adults at least. Oh, well, whatever. Know. Felt ridiculous. Know. What do I know? Let's just say we could have gone to like you know somewhere much better than <laughs> for the same money. I think it was a little bit higher. I don't remember the price, but anyway, it felt really. It, it, it was a rough, rough start to the evening. So I can tell you, just looking at their webpage, the menu says anywhere from 35 to $60 per adult. Indicated. Yeah, yeah. so 
I think you're just whining. I think you're just being a little bitch right now. Oh, it was a lot. Is all I have to say. If it was more, it was there was a holiday pricing. Was it? They the, said they they told you at the end that it's holiday pricing. They told you that as you checked out. Oh was it just a, was it just a flat rate? Was it not per? Right. Yeah. Oh, that's why because you 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 had a you had like an all you can eat and it wasn't. Uh... Right. I'm watching my cat eat with his hand right now. It's kind of funny. Anyway. Let me ask you a question, Rhiannon. Yeah. Does the addition of bottomless mimosas at the no! Wave Contemporary Resort change your opinion of the Wave breakfast? Oh, my God. What is it with you people and your fucking bottomless mimosas? They're wonderful. They're bringing them even after you're, you're done and they bring you another one. That's, what, that's what, what it is about it. No. Okay. No. You're going about this all wrong. Okay. Explain how. Okay. So here's the deal. If you want something for the flavor, you don't like really flavor. want it necessarily bottomless. Bottomless is more like I'm looking to get hammered on the cheap. Um, now, if I you're trying you to get hammered on the cheap, getting hammered on the cheap. Yeah. What? I, I don't see. I Let's, am. Here. I'm, ready, I'm, ready, I'm, ready, I'm not. I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. To try and get hammered on the cheap with bottomless mimosas, they're weak as shit and full of sugar. So basically, by the time you're hammered on the cheap, you've had like, what, 10 of them? Which is basically all of the calories you should be consuming an entire day. And you have like the most monster headache for the next 48 hours. It's not fucking worth it. Like, you could legit pay for the same price for the bottomless mimosas, get like three Bloody Marys, and be good. So I like Bloody Marys. It doesn't sound as much fun though. I'm I'm sorry. I I'm not a huge champagne person. I'm not a big mimosa person. And I'm definitely not like a ten mimosas in one sitting person. Man. So I can tell you that last Sunday I went to a brunch that has bottomless mimosas. And what they did is they served the first one with probably a quarter of the champagne flute with orange juice and the rest champagne. And they never brought orange juice back. They only just kept okay. refilling you know it what? to the top. And if you, if you like champagne, that sounds like a great deal. However, from what I have heard from various sources, they have changed their model at the wave. So even if, even if you liked that concept, that's not how they do it anymore. And now it's all like pre-mixed and it's like, you know, a thimble of champagne to all orange juice. So you're fucked, no matter how you look at it. I mean, if you That's possible. Good... I don't know anything about the wave. Yeah, I, I couldn't well, speak specifically for I the can't wave. speak on the wave. To go back to, like, Talking about champagne New Orleans mimosas. cuisine, original experiences, brunch, go to Commander's Palace, where you order a Bloody Mary, and they're not bottomless, but somebody... Where the hell is the Commander's Palace? That sounds awesome. New Orleans. Oh, their well... Soul their sole job is to walk around with a bottle of vodka, and if they see your Bloody Mary not full to the top, they top it off with vodka. Yeah, that and sounds that great. And that just keeps happening. That just keeps happening until it's gone. Until, like, they basically just see ice, and they're like, okay, we're not going to just pour you an entire glass you're of vodka on the ice. The best, so you're saying, if you're at Walt Disney World looking for brunch, the best thing to do is to leave and go to New Orleans. Yeah. Take the six, or how many hour drive is it? Uh, at that point, I think it's eight hours. Yeah, take the eight but, hour drive. Anyway, I'm just saying, 
if you want to talk about bottomless things, drinks specifically, don't Skipper wants go to talk about that place. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. I, I just, I'm not a fan of mimosas in general. And to try and advertise it as some huge deal because they're bottomless, it doesn't really appeal to me because I don't want to drink 10 mimosas. Because I don't really want to drink two mimosas. So just so stop. What stop. you're saying, to answer my original question, if bottomless mimosas changes your opinion of the wave, the answer is no. Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Okay. I want to go. I want to go to there now. <sighs> you or at least maybe not now. Whenever the brunch is. That's fine. That's fine. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. I'm just saying. That sounds like fun to me. I'm in. Wave. No. You it's, understand this? Not not the from. only bottomless thing at Walt Disney World as of right now, other than the uh, hoopty doo and the uh, the two dinner shows. That should be the only bottomless thing going, as far as I know. Then, but again, until you make it like bottomless, something I give a shit about, I don't care. Yeah, just saying, isn't that the only bottomless thing other than the the two dinner shows right now? I'm bottomless. As maybe. As in, I'm not wearing my bottom. Okay, and we got there. It took actually. I'm surprised how long it took for you to say that. So, well, I, I guess we're uh, we're showing forward. some restraint. That's that's good progress. Well, so far progress. today, I've talked about shitting in my own underwear, and now not wearing any. So let's keep it going. Well, let's keep it rolling. Um, speaking of keeping it going, let's go back to the rumors swirling around D23. Will they Please announce? Do. Will they announce that the Tron Light Cycle Power Run Roller Coaster will be coming to the Magic Kingdom? Will that be announced? The rumor says yes. Rumor says yes. And that the uh, Tomorrowland Grand Prix is going to fall by the wayside. So there's two different things now because I've also heard from somebody who claims, claims to know that technically it will not take over the Speedway. Oh, nice. It will go exclusively behind the berm, and you will enter, like, next to Space Mountain so you can keep the Tomorrowland Speedway and add the Tron Light Cycle Power Run Roller Coaster. Sounds great. Either way, that is a huge – that would be a huge upgrade to the Magic Kingdom. That would be awesome. I'm not for it. Are you reading against it? Yeah, in part. Yeah. Can you imagine I, the lines for this bad boy, though? Like, you think this... I, I, I guess like, you can't beat Seven Dwarfs Mine Train just because of how, like, little kids won't... Like, not even just... Little, I say little kids, but we're also talking about scared adults will ride Seven Dwarfs Mine Train but won't ride the Tron Light Cycle Power Run Roller Coaster. I feel like anything new, but there's going to be a ton of people that want to ride it. Yeah. It's just gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I, I think we. I it just caught myself. We often say kids will be afraid of, but like, let's be honest. You've been, you've traveled with many adults who don't want to ride scary rides. <laughs> but, well, um, what I think the biggest problem is going to be with the Tron roller coaster, from what I understand. Tron cycle power run roller coaster. Sure, sure. Yeah. Is that the uh, the ride vehicles? are the same size, if not smaller, than the ones on the Banshee ride in Pandora. So Mm. they're not really designed for larger human beings, which I don't know if you've noticed, but the United States has many of them. So that's what I'll be interested in, is to see if with 
any type of new Tron coaster, if they're going to actually go through the process of redesigning it to fit the larger humans in America, or if they're just going to go with it and be like, ah, too bad. Well, I know that when Flight of Passage first came out, that was a big complaint, not only just size-wise, but um, handicap accessible. And so I'm wondering, I feel like there was a lot of hubbub about that initially, and yet I haven't heard any much recently. So has that just died down and they've gotten over it? Or do they take those initial complaints seriously and will they implement those into best practice for the next thing? I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. My understanding was following initial days of testing of Flight of Passage, modifications were made to allow for different proportions to fit easier. Okay. With the restraint system. That was my understanding. Which, that was my understanding. So, hopefully, but I, I don't know what the uh, situation is with the light cycle coaster as far as what sizes. I mean, man, as long as I can ride it, that would, that would really suck <laughs> if they open a really awesome roller coaster and I couldn't ride it. It's all about you. Duh. Are we just learning this now? Woof. Hmm. Oh, shut up, Skip. You're th- Come on. What did I? Woof. Woof you. Woof you, sir. Woof well, you. How intense is the cycle? And I ask because, like, I could see how they could very easily modify Flight of Passage because you're really not moving around much. And so all you're willing to do is just create a larger seat. Whereas if the Lightron Hoosie Watsits is super intense and like goes upside down or super fast like there's safety involved and so you can't really just make it bigger like you need to really strap that person on there because you don't want to like lose them and so that could be trickier than just making a larger seat for this nice little like ooh, we're gonna like move a little bit it's pretty legit it's pretty legit Uh, but of course i've never written it but i've watched the video it's pretty legit Mm -hmm. i mean it's a they it's a like a pretty cool coaster it doesn't do any inversions or anything but um, it goes pretty darn fast, it appears, and uh, kind of just uh, cruises around real, real fast. Um, now, like, okay, never mind. Go. Well, I mean, I was going to ask a question that I'm sure that none of us knows the answer to, so why am I asking it? But just to put it out there, like, you know, Disney is not known for its, like, super intense roller coasters. That's more the Universal or Busch Gardens game. And I'm wondering, like, do they have complaints? Are all of their like super intense roller coasters where safety is the key issue? Um, do they accommodate all sizes and handicapped people, or are there restrictions there as well? Definitely restrictions. I mean, if you oh, go to yeah. like, uh, yeah, when you go to like Bush Gardens, they're they don't, yeah, it's just a regular roller coaster. They're not gonna, they don't accommodate for these things. Yeah, well, absolutely. They actually, they actually have samples of the tra- of the ride car outside so that you can try it before you even get in line so that you know mm-hmm. like yeah i'm gonna fit or no i'm not and but, th- but they don't apologize for that they're oh, like no. well if you don't fit it's your no. problem fuck yeah. you sorry you know what we are you are more than welcome to wait over here while the rest of your skinny friends ride the ride yeah hmm. so it's wonderful it's a wonderful experience i'm sure um <laughs> 
Uh, let's see. Last, the last one that I can think of uh, here is as far as the bigger rumor coming uh, would be that the great movie ride will be closing to be replaced by a Mickey Mouse ride. Hmm. And again, some outrage, but then some also some acceptance, thinking that this is a a, a step in a new direction. Um, I personally think studios appears to be moving away from being the studios, and this seems like a really strong move in that direction. And if they could make it, and I think it all comes down to quality, like we've talked about this on several projects, if this Mickey ride is actually really cool, it'd be a great change, in my opinion. If we could get a cool Mickey Mouse ride, that's awesome. Yeah, this is, okay, so this is one rumor that I had not heard yet, so... I'm hearing it now for the first time, and, you know, I don't hate it. I'm not like, yes, finally! Oh, good riddance. Right. Because I do enjoy the great movie ride, but, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to flip the table on this one. I, I love the great movie ride, but I would love a ride through uh, Mickey's movies. So start, oh. you know, where you actually get in the car and you go through and you start in Steamboat Willie and go all the way through. And uh, that would be awesome. I would totally dig Wouldn't that. Wouldn't that be great? Oh, my gosh. Like the Do a uh, ride version of Get a Horse. Right. Basically. That would be awesome. <laughs> oh, and what if it culminated with a scene that you've never seen before? And they're like, the next Mickey movie. And they're like, it's coming next. <laughs> How great would that be? It would culminate with like this epic scene from a movie you've never seen before. But that would be great. Like the, I mean, how great would it be to go through a scene of like the clock, like the one where they're they're fixing that big clock, and then um, Back to the Future, the, the giant, yeah, Back to the Future. Mickey goes Back to the Future. Love it. I actually love it. I agree. With, I'm with you, Skip. Though I love the Great Movie Ride, but it every scene is exactly the same as it was when we first visited back in 1989. So it's like, at this point. People are like, just update it. That there's yeah. no way that's going to happen at this point. This is much more likely. Well, okay. So you just said that was the last rumor you have. What about the rumor? I did read this um, about Ellen's energy adventure. Or is that at this point no longer a rumor because we've seen whatever things filed for? I what think they can do with the space. <clears throat> rumor that we haven't talked about but yeah i think that is obviously another one that i think that's right up there i think with ratatouille and something that i think everyone is kind of yeah there's we've literally seen filings of of papers of that it's actually going to be a modified i don't think anybody knows exactly what's going there but um well the rumor so far has been marvel yeah yeah and some people were saying that it's literally almost like tron coaster but again the same like would you guys be what if they put literally like the same coaster in two different places with two different themes? They would never do that. Are you, you mean like Test Track and uh, Radiator Springs Racers or like Dinosaur no, I mean, and Indiana Jones? No, no, I mean like if they decided to raise Ellen's Energy Adventure and put Indiana Jones there. Then or Radiator Springs Racers, like okay, now you have the same fucking rap. Oh, you mean the Walt same Disney ride World. in this? That's oh no, I don't think so. Yeah, 
So it'll be interesting. So, Skipper to Gritchie, your job is to report on all these rumors when you come back. Or or report on all the happenings at Trader Sam's, one or the other. I will definitely be able to do one of those things. <laughs> Who's ready for a little Ask Sour Boner? Is that the first question? Because, yes, I am ready. Ask Sour Boner. A Sour Boner for you. And you, and you, and you. The first hashtag SR Boner is actually not a question. It is a drawing from Elise, Miss Ellie Mouse. And she says she's listened to 3 O'Clock Parade for a day and a half at work, and she has now drawn this abomination on her lunch break. And it is a stand-up walk-around S Sour Boner. With an awesome pith helmet. So you can check out Skipper. I Dick love Ritchie's. that drawing. It's great. Yeah, it really is. So you can check out her Twitter or go to the 3 O'Clock Parade Facebook page. which Is <laughs> Is that your new favorite thing? Wait, the what? <laughs> uh, it is. It's, it, it's, it's the new hotness for me. Yeah, that's right. I, added, I like yeah. it. I, I actually am. I, so I guess. There's Pretty a sure things. I don't follow that. They're. I just lately have not been like keeping up with social media. My life has been crazy busy. Join the club. Yeah, it's it's really right. driving me nuts because I really enjoy doing those things. So yes. uh, so I I hardly keep up with my own Twitter account, little less, you know, anything else that I would normally tweet to. And then Facebook even worse. I barely even read my Facebook now. So whenever I do see something posted to the three o'clock parade Facebook page, I'm like, yes, it's so good. And I instantly have to like it because it's usually pretty yeah. hilarious. Right. But, I'm trying to spread out some of the things that uh, I come across, spread to the Facebook page, as well as trying to expand my horizons a little bit, trying to expand a little bit. So, and You're uh, trying I feel to like- show restraint. And then we can, I like the idea that stuff we talk about on the show, if we want to, we can add it to this, and this can kind of be the go-to. The hell picture, what drawing are they talking about? You just go to the Facebook page, and there it is. So, much yeah. easier. So, um, like Rhiannon's mound. That was great. For example, when Rhiannon was talking about her mound, we took a picture of the mound and put it on the Facebook page. Seems wildly unfair. Yeah. It's a nice mound, though. How, yeah, how did the mound go over at work? Um, it got eaten pretty good. Did anybody um, just put not... their lips right up to your mound and no. go to town? No, but um, I had about half of it left, and so I went straight from work to my local bar and took it out. Whipped you pulled your mound out? Right out there. I did, and um, just everybody at the bar just went at it, and so I ended up leaving it there, and yeah. So you went to the bar and pretty much just whipped out your mound, and everybody just went at it? Man, good night. Not for me. What a night. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's on the Facebook page, so you gotta you just got to watch what you put out on the web, you know? Clearly. Watch. Rannon Adventure is out there travel, which is, as we all know, the number one travel site on the planet, has tweeted an answer to you about the Reese's Pieces candy colors. Oh. Oh, yeah. This is exciting. Oh, yeah. According so to Adventures Out There Travel, 
The Reese's Pieces candy colors were chosen to match the packaging. The ratio is 50% orange, 25% brown, and 25% yellow. I still think it's racist. Huh? Oh, it's clearly racist. Why is that racist? Against who? Against the brown. What are the what are the ratio again? Can you repeat that? 50% orange, 25% brown, and 25% yellow. So I need to know who the orange is represented by. Or who does the orange represent? Like, why do they get 50%? Fans? I don't know. Oh, that works. All right, I have a pretty terrible story to tell you. Oh, Jesus. Um, I was a cast member at Disney. I did tours, and uh, we had a group come. And you know how student groups come, uh, like field trips, and they're divided into shirt color to keep them in different, you know, so they're able to keep track of them much better. Well, this uh, group that we came was primarily Asian, this group that came. So, and uh, they split up the group by color of shirts, and I'm standing with my group, and I'm going to, it gets a little chaotic at the uh at the entrance to the park you're trying to get everyone in so everyone's shouting out their colors like green over here all the green over here and other and all the yellow over here and that was me i look at all the yellows over here and i'm not kidding i I caught myself about the third time i yell everyone's kind of staring at me i'm like all the yellows over it was bad it was bad and that's not a joke that actually is something that happened to me it was uh it was unintentional though Unintentional. All right. I have to tell another story. <laughs> Similar story where unintended, where it makes you appear. Uh, so I was with a friend and we're in line for test track. And there is an Asian couple in front of us and we're standing around there and we're, we're standing in the middle of test track and they look at the people behind us and there's another Asian couple. She goes, do you want to get with them? They're like, they're, we're not with them. Oh, it was Jesus. Unintended. Totally unintended. <laughs> but you, you know. Anyways, I've never let them forget it. Do you... Yes, Skip. No, nothing. <laughs> now I'm trying to figure out what adventures out there travel is meaning here. It says NJ is. But I don't know what what candy would NJ be. NJ is red, point one two five percent orange, point two five percent yellow. 0.125 green, 0.125 blue, 0.25 and brown, 0.125. That has changed over the years. NJ. I don't get what NJ is. I don't know. I think uh, maybe m M&M, and but NJ, that's obviously not M&M's. We've all made typos before. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but... What other candy were... I mean, they are technically right next to the M, the N and the J on the keyboard. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways. Let's see. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue. And brown. I mean, that sounds like uh, M&M's, right? That sounds like M&M's to me. When they get off their cruise, they can clarify. Wait. Oh, no. Okay, that's... I was thinking of somebody else. I thought Scott was on a cruise. And I was like, how can he be on a cruise and have purchased a Nintendo Switch today at 
the Target in Orlando. We're speaking of uh, Disney Locker. Cruise Line blog, Scott. Right, and right. We are speaking of Adventures Out There Travel, Becca, B-E-K-K-A, and At Dean. AdventuresOutThereTravel.com. Gabriel the Builder, Gabriel Vassi, was very happy that his question, SR Boner, made it on the air. Um, he feels like a Pepsi. Internet fame. I don't know. I don't know what Pepsi. All right. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah, we'll go with it. I don't know. Question, I'm going to direct this to Rhiannon. It's from okay. Ben, a Dramaday Bowers. Okay. If the Pineapple POTUS, a.k.a. Barack Ohana, is the president of the 3 O'Clock Parade podcast, is Disney Trump the president of the e-ticket report? Likely. I agree. Yep. I agree. Very likely. The e-ticket report is the worst thing that's ever happened to America other than Disney oh. Trump. Yeah. Oh. Second worst. They all rank up there together. <laughs> Really hard to judge. It's really hard to judge level. which one's the worst. It is. It's very difficult. Let's see. Really good question. This one's from Rob Yo, Yo, and uh, Livy uh, retweeted it. And it's in the American Adventure. You have Benjamin Franklin representing the 18th century, and Mark Twain for the 19th century. Who would you pick for the 20th century? Tony Stark. <laughs> Great question, though. What media personality, what what person best represents the 20th century? Do you go like Elvis Presley? Do you go John Lennon? Do you go Oprah? Phil Donahue? Walter Cronkite. Wal Ooh, Walter Cronkite. That's going to be tough to beat. Howard Cosell. Nope. You think you think Howard Cosell is going to be the guy? Only for that voice. I would think uh, they'd go back to um, oh, yeah, Walter Cronkite. He was the one that used to do the Spaceship Earth. They probably still have the recording, so they could just chop that up. Man, that is I would great... also accept Dan Rather. Yeah, me too. I'm a big fan of Dan Rather. Super big. Super big. Shut up. I like it. Um, not Michael Jackson, you're saying. Or Bill Cosby. No? Anyone? Go with no. No. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Oprah either, though. You don't think they'd want to... Well, let's say you She's wanted to go with second. a female. Would that be the best candidate for female? I was going to... No, they'll definitely go with Oprah. As a matter of fact, I think that's almost like a sealed deal. Uh, maybe Michelle Obama. She's or she too. She's in the twenty first century, though. Correct? No, just kidding. <laughs> just saying. Uh, are they gonna? Are they gonna continue? Or are we gonna add stuff beyond that? Yeah, Michelle Obama would be from the twenty first century, so she'd be tough to. Uh, I mean, she was born in the twentieth century, but right. she's not a public. I think. I think she would just be, whatever. Um, Angelou, she does well in the uh, Hall of Presidents for a while. I don't know if she's currently the one or if she was in it for a while at least. Good, really good uh, question though. I think any of those folks would do real well. The newsworthy version? Oh, 
really good. Do you think they'll ever? Do you honestly think they'll ever redo the the uh, American Adventure to add new actual scenes? Well, well yeah, okay. I mean, at some point, maybe not next year, but like I would hope in twenty years at least. It currently ends at World War Two. Christmas during World War II is where it currently well, ends. Well, they're going to have to update it to, like, you know, the next Civil War we're going to have. Well, and, and that's, what that, that's what, like, the montage at the end is for. It's the same thing with the great movie ride. You know, they add stuff to that. Now, have they added anything to that montage lately? It's the question. I haven't watched it in, like, two years. I, mean, I want to say they said something about, actually, let's say, five years ago. I wonder if we did it. I watched it before Candlelight Processional last year. I love it, but usually when I go to Epcot, it's we're drinking around the world on St. Patrick's Day, so I don't get to go in there. It's a good air conditioned nap. I know, but usually when we're there, it's like a quick. Uh, nobody likes a beer. We're just going to get some of these, uh, you know, whatever barbecue oh, and. So you can admit that no one likes the beer. Okay, thank you. Oh, yeah, I don't have a problem admitting that. But that's Some not... Some people do. Some people do. ...to American Adventures, like drinking around the world day. That's more of like we're cruising in for a few countries and maybe a... Uh, we ride Mexico. <laughs> drink around the world. We ride Mexico. I'm just saying. Right. Okay. I agree. You know. But, I mean, and, and, that's I, what, and I'm not even complaining about that. I'm just saying that I normally, when I go to Epcot, it's on that drinking around the world day, and that's why I don't normally go right. to the American Adventure. Um, I'm not blaming anybody. I'm just saying, but I love it. I, I want to go. Maybe this way. Yeah, that's fine. Blame me. Okay. I love the American Adventure, and I like to ride it at least. In, oh, I do like to ride. If you're coming ride, in, the, let's do it, dude. It Richie. I'm in, dude. That sounds great. That's going to be the point of the day. That'll be like the culmination oh, of the God. evening. Uh, I have actually it. the. Um, after 9-11, when everything closed down, that, that attraction stayed closed for a few days. And the very first showing that it opened, we actually went as a team to be part of that opening ceremony. It was great. Super patriotic, obviously, because everybody was like really there, focused. But I love that show. Well, I think if you're going to make a point to go to the shows, you should like do that as your touring plan and go to China and Canada and France and then like end it. America. America. Mm, I think I just really want to see America. Maybe we'll go drinking around the world and start at America, which is crazy talk. Even saying it, I feel wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's wrong for so many reasons. Start there and culminate with the American adventure to celebrate finishing a lap around the world? Oh, I was going to say we could watch it to get all hyped up. Get some crazy, you know, shitty Bud Lights. Chug those really quick. And then just go on a rampage to the whole world, a la Donald Trump style, being dicks to everybody. And just yeah. see what happens. Wow. Skip, you have come up Dad. with the greatest ever. And did you say this fall? Uh, maybe this fall. That's... Possible break. not going in the next edition of the book. There is not going to be any Trump style drinking. Yes. No. Amer it's called it's called the put America first drinking plan. 
No, if there's going to be like a Trump style drinking plan, it's going to involve somehow your accidental death or something. I don't know. Oh, oh. Woof. Sorry, I, I, Woof sorry. I mean, I mean, it's yeah. gonna, it's gonna involve your accidental education. How about that? There you How go. That? that sounds good. To quote Skipper huh. Gritchie, Woof. To quote Bay Lake Spence, who is the next as Sour Boner, what other Disney rides, if redone, would create outrage similar to what we saw with Pirates of the Caribbean? Can you think of anything that would cause outrage similar to that? I'm so ready. Oh, go, because I'm not introducing Eddie Murphy into the haunted mansion. Oh. <laughs> okay, that wasn't where I thought the question was going, but I could see that. Yeah. That oh my would, gosh. I would be so pissed off if they. Oh. And and you know, I mean, they did the same thing with uh, Jack Sparrow, but at least those movies were well received. For a success. <laughs> yeah. What oh, if they, I have one. I have one. Oh, this is exciting. Oh my. God. What if What if they put Trump in pre- Hall of Presidents? Oh. No. No way. okay i'll think another one the only i think what would create outrage similar would be carousel of progress if they changed the earlier scenes not the final scene but if they like if they took out parts where he was kind of condescending to his wife sarah because they felt it was condescending i feel if they made changes for that reason i think people would be a little bit outraged um, I think if they made changes to the Tiki Room again, they, people they, would be outraged. Yeah, but outside of those classics, or like, oh, what if they took out like the semi-offensive songs from uh, uh, Country Bear Jamboree, like "Don't Shoot Whip Little Buford"? Talk about no. beating the kid. Okay, how about like if they tried to take either Jungle Cruise or "It's a Small World." And, like, I don't know. What if they introduced The Rock and totally changed the Jungle Cruise? Because that's uh, not even... See, okay, no. That's a possible I think rumor. there would be... out. Well, yeah. yes, I understand that. And I think that would, that would definitely cause outrage. However, I think... So the way I interpreted this question was, like, what could you do to, like, try and make something more PC that would piss people off? I wasn't thinking about, like, putting some, like, new movie star or something or whatever. But, you know, there are various, like, aboriginal jokes and things with the Jungle Cruise that they scrubbed that free. I think there would be outrage. I don't know. Same thing for, like, I guess some stereotypes are made in Small World. I mean, I don't... Again, like, I'm as bleeding of a liberal heart as you'll find... But I don't have a problem with the small world. I think it's nice. I, I appreciate the intention of it. But there are people out there who's like, mm, I don't know. It's kind of stereotypical. So, yeah. <laughs> it's true. They, the people do say that. And it is, I'm with you 100% on that. But uh, let's see. Livy retweets another one for SR Boner from President Diego. Dego Waffles, you own your own personal movie theater. Opening weekend, what three movies do you show on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights? Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. Wait, so hold on. He retweeted this. So to whom was this question originally directed? Just to the Twitterverse. So we're just oh, answering okay. this. All right. I'm just checking. 
Mm, I have to go with like Clockwork Orange, Clue, and Alice in Wonderland. Man. Mic drop from Rhiannon. Hey. I'm going to go with National Lampoon's Vacation. Goodfellas. And third. Ooh. Man, I got to go with Clue also. <laughs> I got to go with Clue. Did you see somebody over the last two weeks? Like, I don't know who it was, but somebody was trying to prove a point, and they're like, somebody that has a large following, some nationwide personality of some sort. Retweet this if you think Clue is a classic movie, because my friend says it's not <gasps> a technical classic movie. And it got like 45,000 retweets. It was, so it was, Cause, it felt like yeah. So, rest, everyone can rest well now. Skipper Dick Ritchie, this is a big, important question. I know. It's, God, I'm having a really hard time with it because part of me thinks it could be like a really fun, like, do you do, you know, to the two Godfather movies back to back? Or do you do the first three Indiana Jones movies? That's, that's very limiting. Why? It's my own personal theater. This is just opening weekend. I can do anything after that. Hey, you're, well, okay. I guess. Okay. I, when you put it that way, I just think well, it'd be cool. Picture like, show. Yeah, like that. I feel like if they could put Clue in the theaters, it would almost feel similar to that. Where people, there's so many great lines that people love. I feel like Clue would have that same, not quite as good as Rocky Horror, obviously, but a shared experience. So here's a question: What is it about Rocky Horror that when you're in a theater? with other fans and you're all shouting at the lines, it means that everyone's having fun and everyone's awesome. Whereas when you're in the haunted mansion and you start saying the ghost host speech, you're the asshole. This was part of a thing that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> this was actually a note from last week that never came up. It's a great, really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, and it wasn't just that right. in general, I, I put the note was, should the attractions be treated the same way we treat movies? So, you know, you, you get in there and you don't necessarily need to, like, be texting people. And obviously you, you can use your phone for pictures, but no, no flashes. And should you be talking over the attraction? Um, but, yeah, I think that's just part of it is I think because everybody that is there is still there to see the attraction, not to hear you do your version of it. But when you go to that movie, everybody's there to do that exact same thing. So maybe they need to have like okay. an asshole day at the park, you know, where everybody Ooh. like everybody goes and you just know, so, like, this is the day that we're all going to say the lines together. But the rest of the year, you just want to just enjoy it for what it is. So Which is true because the opposite. Question. Oh, you're also the asshole if you what? don't stand clap during Country Bear Jamboree and carousel of progress during the song you're the asshole if you don't sing along so my follow-up question is which is more obnoxious in the haunted mansion specifically the people who loudly speak the entire monologue versus the people who like to purposefully scream to try and i don't know i don't, I don't even know what they're trying to do but they just like like ah! because i think it's funny 
I think there's Because I have my answer. Oh, go. I also want to discuss this. I'm so excited this came up. I hate the people who scream. Me Fuck too, them. me too. Fuck those people. Oh my God. The worst. I would yes. rather hear some asshole speak over the monologue every single time and just be guaranteed the rest of the ride, no screams. I right. feel that the people that scream, especially in the uh, stretching room, uh, do mm-hmm. it one, and, and, sometimes, and they usually don't have the timing right. Uh, they're trying to match the scream that, you know, happens in that room. Um, but I think they also do it because it's dark and they want to try to scare the person next to them. But it's not that yeah, dark. Yeah, it's just... You're just being but this is... I have a solution. I have a solution for that. That would actually be... And I've, I've always wanted to try it, but I can never get everybody in the room because I don't know everybody to do it at the same time. But instead of screaming, what I want is when you actually hear the sound of the skeleton hitting the, the floor... Everybody should stay silent, but jump at the same time and land at that point when uh, mm. when the skeleton hits. Okay. Uh, especially because that's you know it's an it, it, some of those rooms actually do move, and it would be awesome if. All yeah, of a sudden, you sound like my coworkers when we all get in an elevator and yes. they try to make us all jump. And... Let's do it. Okay, you're that person. Okay. No, 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 I'm not because in an elevator, I don't want that to happen at all. But I'm just saying. On the Haunted Mansion, if you have to make a bunch of noise, please don't. And if you guys want to really do something all in unison that isn't going to affect anybody else on the ride, but you can do something together, do that. Just jump up and just jump and land when you think that that thing's going to happen. Because I think it would also be really funny to watch all the A-Hills that don't know the timing correctly just randomly jumping. And then people would be like, what the fuck are you doing? You look like an idiot right now. I just, I would, I want that. I want that in my life. I could do without any of the above oh no i don't want anything i just want to go and enjoy it <laughs> yeah, i'm just saying please. if you've got to do something don't make a bunch of noise uh i also don't like the people that when you go visit madame leota feel that that's the time that they're going to check their text messages and then all of a sudden mm. there's other glowing faces as you make mm-hmm. that, that circle i'm like there should only be one glowing face right now thank you very much Put your mm-hmm. giant glowing screen away. <laughs> Whoever loves you will still want to love you in the you know th- three minutes that it's going to take to get off of this direction. I might not. Well, and that's fine, but they need, they still need to go away. Yes. There you go. Can I tell you that I actually stopped being friends with a girl that was dating somebody from the college program because we had an argument about taking photos on the haunted mansion. I believe it. She's amazing. Yeah. She's a cast member or was, and said that she feels that, you know, if you pay to get into the park, you have the right to take pictures even on a dark ride. And I said, no, 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 you don't have the right to take pictures anywhere in those parks, but you know, Fuck it is allowed you. everywhere except for on a dark ride because you're ruining the, the show for everybody else that paid to go in there. Second, you didn't pay to get into the park, you stupid bitch. You're a cast member. You go in for free. So please stop. And she said she wouldn't. And I said that we're never going to the parks again together. And she said fine. And that was the end of that. Seems like a great time to bring up the fact that I just got a new Twitter follower called robot drunky yes oh robot drunky is he related to drunky's internet he has to be 
I also, like they're, uh, I also kissing am cousins. friends with her about Drunky, and his he's he's great. This oh, is a. I, I thought this was like new. Okay, so no, so I'm, I mean, I'm late to the game. I'm late to be friended. No, I just wait. Got, I just got bought Drunky right or now. Drunky AA. No, it's RBT DRNK at Disney. He's only following sixteen people so far: Livy, Colin, Dizwire, Three O'clock Parade, Chrissy, Mister Rhiannon. Winnie, Dustin, mm. Crimson Tide Dan, Ms. Baby Group, that's Alan. Uh, no, he's following Derek Bergen. Definitely a Bergen. Char, Mr. Monkey, Rhiannon, this myself, sounds like an inside yourself. job. Yep. Well, I am now following you, Robot Drunkie. Don't lead me down. The, don't, don't, don't lead me. Don't lead well, me there down. is an account, like the Drunkie Audio Animatronic, that somebody made that takes. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. My actual tweets and puts them out in different order and it makes ridiculous statements. Oh, that's cool. It kind of sounds like just things you say, though. Yeah. So it really, yeah, it basically is. It takes things that are semi-ridiculous to make something equally or more so ridiculous. It it is your replacement. Congratulations. You've been automated. Your job is lost. (sighs) Fine. Does that mean I can uh, go to take a nap now? Oh, you know what we should do? Tell me, tell me, tell me. So have you guys have you guys heard about um, this app called Jolly Roger? Explain. Is it a, does it give you candy? Yeah. No. Oh. So it's an app that um, if you get a telemarketer call, you basically hit a button and you transfer the call to this app. And the app uses a bot to try and waste as much possible time of the telemarketer as possible. And so the app is programmed to respond to, you know, audible cues. So to speak when spoken to and interrupt at certain points, etc. And it doesn't sound like a robot. I mean, it's an actual person who's recorded various sayings and phrases and what have you. And so, but the majority of it is like ridiculous stuff like, uh-huh. Uh huh. Yep. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you repeat that? Uh, oh my God. I'm so sorry. I wasn't listening. Um, my kid just like fell in a well. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> oh, can you repeat that? Can you start over again? I'm sorry. I'm, I swear to God, I'm paying attention right now. I'm paying attention. Please, can you repeat that? I'm sorry. Hey, stop it. Get out of there. No. Hey, honey, can you get that? Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm can you start over again? Man, you're good at this. Right. And so that's what it does. And so since I work in the whole like, voice analytics call center universe. Um, it's kind of a problem for our customers. Meanwhile, my boss uses it. And so like, that's great. I have, I, I have customers complaining about it cause I don't know how to like deal with that. And then I have my boss being like, I just got another one. And what happens is when you transfer it to the app, once, once the call is completed, uh, the app automatically emails you an MP3 of the call. Oh my so God. you can go back and listen to what happens during the call and how the call center agent handles it. And is so, this, is yeah. this something that, is it an app for your phone? Yeah. I am downloading it right now. So anyways, all I'm saying is we can get Jolly Roger to like record some stuff from Drunko and we could just replace him on the podcast. I don't like where you're going he with just, this. <laughs> like, you know, like, Kungaloosh! Hey, what? Siemens. Hey! <laughs> Siemens. That's hilarious. Exactly. 
All right. I don't like where you're going with this, but I guess. All right. Let's see. We'll keep it moving here. Outer Rim Jim pointed out that on social media day, there was a little bit of banter between the Walt Disney World account and the Disneyland account. Disney World tweeted, we're sending you this picture right from the Twilight Zone. Kind of bragging that we still have the Tower of Terror. And then they wrote back, oh, thanks. From Walt Disney's original Magic Kingdom, Disneyland. Wow. Yeah. It was good. That's some shade. Oh, they it dropped was, it. It was some shade. They dropped it hard. Yeah. It was so good. So, um, would you like to see more or less of this friendly rivalry? I would love to see more of that. That's oh, more. More. Bring more it, of bring that for bring sure. More. Bring it, bring it, bring it. Bring it. Woo-hoo. Disc counselor Dan wants to know, if Pandora fails and Disney had to retheme the land, what would you do if they were, if you were in charge? Which I leading it the idea with, I don't think this is at all even a necessary B. I think Pandora is pretty awesome, but um, I don't think failing is really an option at this point. So, but that being moot, I would go with, Ewoks. You gotta go Ewoks, or just South America. I mean, just South America. Can we? Can we just definitely South America? Oh, you guys are in love with South America, no. man. Well, I I don't need to see Star Wars in two different parks. I, I different was lands. gonna say that. I was gonna see Australia. Well, whatever. I mean, well, okay. Uh, I guess I was gonna go with Drunko South America because I think it's more easily adaptable Amazon to yeah. Pandora Forest than Australia to. Pandora forest. But I want to see dingoes. Okay. Well. And did the dingo eat your baby? The dingo eat your baby. Wow. Okay. None of us can do an Australian accent. I'm sorry. That's okay. But I still want to see dingoes. Pandora's so good. though. I can't wait for you to see it. Oh, me neither, buddy. It's going to be, it's going to be great. Laura. Laura's Brink. First timer. Uh, we discovered Hoop to Do on our last trip after missing it for three years. Any other hidden gems you'd suggest? Laura wants to know any other gems other than Hoop to Do musical review. I mean, I would have to know what Laura hasn't done to begin with. Exactly. Gem. I didn't mean that. It just says what other gems. No, but so still. any other things that you'd put up in the same category? You got Hoop to Do. Okay. The campfire Funny. at the. Camp- mm. I, okay. there That's for one me. of the things I don't feel we should talk about anymore. We're going to ruin the campfire. Okay. Oh. I was going to go with, um, for me personally, because I'm not like a huge show person, I tend to go straight for rides or bars, and that's just pretty much it. Um, and yet I love, as does most people who are in the know, um, Country Bears and Tea Room. So if you're a, I just look at rides and bars and peace out. Um, I would say that Country Bears and Tea Room are, are really cool, fun shows. I can't speak to the rest of the shows because I don't really go to them. I um, I would not necessarily say – I haven't been in a while, but the uh, Luau, if you have to pick one or the other, do the Luau, though. But um, the Hoop-dee-doo, I think, is a little bit more fun but the luau is also in the same category over at the Polynesian. And it, it's fun because they give you – you walk in and they give you the lay and then they have the pre-show and you walk in. And Whoa. it's a cool to do. It's a, it's a nice uh, nice evening as well. 
I, um, I, the other gem, of course, would be dinner uh, upstairs at California Grill because you get the, the fireworks and all that. That's a, that's a great gem as well. I, I don't know if I agree with that luau comment. I, I've i been to luau a few times, and every time I go, I'm just like, why do I keep coming back to this thing? Yeah, I've never been, but I've not heard great reviews. I can tell you that what you spend at the luau, you can get drinks and go to Ohana's and have a much better time. Yeah, I'm with you on that. When you, walk, when you walk into the Polynesian, they'll, they'll lay you hard. So don't worry about getting a lay over there. <laughs> you get plenty, you get plenty laid when you get to the to the poly. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'll and then you, that. you know you go upstairs. The drinks are actually way better than the ones that you get, even though they are technically unlimited. Uh, the only thing that's kind of cool is that you can get that like coconut monkey head. I want to say there's something that there's there is something that you can get like a souvenir, but it's not even a cool like porcelain mug. It's like one of those things you would throw away probably before you even get home because you don't have room in your suitcase for it. But, yeah, for me, if you have to pick between the Luau or the hoop doo if you went to the hoop doo last week and you're debating which one to go to, go to the hoop doo again. Um, <laughs> it is, yeah, I agree. I, I'll go with you on that. But I would say, you know what? You know what's a hidden gem? <laughs> Maya Grill. Yes. Maya Grill is a hidden gem. People don't realize how great that place is. I'm interested to see what the uh, upgrades to that resort bring from there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, me too. Good Great question next from Brian Lamas. If you could shut down an area of Disney World to isolate yourself from the masses, Chris Christie style, where would it be? <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That is awesome. Where would you want to be at Disney World by yourself to make everybody watch you from afar? Um, can I shut down the bungalows? Like, all of them, and just I'll be in one of them. <laughs> Nobody can stay in these bungalows but me. <laughs> what about, yeah, like, exactly. a new Happily Ever After show, how everybody wants to clamor up front. Like, you just get to sit there in your lawn chair watching Happily Ever After, and everyone's standing way back watching you. That'd be pretty no, good. No, no, you're right, you're right. I was thinking way too small. Revised answer. I'm going to shut down the Magic Kingdom, and I will go there by myself. Yeah, I was going to throw out like a water park, but you know, my my sights were way too small. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you did good. That's pretty pretty great. (laughs) Has to be, yeah, like a water ride during a hot day or the water park, something where everyone else wants to be, but you (laughs) as the asshole have shut it down and only you can do it. Be perfect. Um, Let's see. Another good question, similar. Livy, instead of just retweeting a question, he has actually come up. Oh, amazing. Yeah. Unroll the sleeping bags and pick an in-park place to sleep for the night. Where do you want to sleep for the night? In the park? Jungle Cruise Camp? Sleep with the Phoenicians? Other? Where do you want to sleep? Haunted Mansion, obviously. Oof. That would be pretty cool. That would be good. I I would never want to do that because it's too scary. But for you, that would be great. (laughs) What? You want to sleep in the mansion? I could. I don't think I'd do it. Oh I don't think God. I'd do it. I, I'd do it right now if I could. But, yeah, exactly. In land, that or pirates. In, I would sleep in the land, like real camping, that's, like in the middle of the. But but like that's a pussy level. Your face is never mind. Skip. Yes. 
You gonna where are you gonna camp? Everywhere. Yes. Blanket answer. I can I can camp anywhere. Yeah. Um, Swiss Family. Holy mm. shit! That would actually be I really like that cool. One. Yeah, I, have I, to, I think get a you should kind of bug spray, but yeah. I think you have a winner there, my friend. Oh, you know, and I, I will say that I actually, as a young child going through that attraction, had that fantasy. So you're just like reuniting that. So it's great. Um. Great Scott wants to know that after the long holiday weekend, was Rhiannon well used? And he's wondering if the top is still firm and smooth. <laughs> Absolutely. I used her the entire holiday weekend. Um, where she's where Rhiannon is best, to be honest, is you keep her in the car because it's a heavy, she's a heavy cooler, but she's very firm. She's I very hope firm. you crack a window. Are you, I crack. Uh, are you trying to tell me that she has a tight seal? She has a really tight seal Good and for her. Uh, she keeps okay. things. It's perfect. She's just does a yeah. great job. Mm-hmm. Did a great job. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. she'll let's move on. Yeah. This weekend. I try to introduce them. No. Um Dizwa- being set on fire. What <laughs> what park what one park thing fire wants to know would you destroy with no regrets? His would be move it, shake it parades. They're annoying and pervasive. <laughs> Any one thing you want to destroy, no regrets. <clears throat> I'm ready when can you I, are. Can I pick just like a single animatronic or? That, yes, <laughs> go. You already know. Yeah, I do. I would go with the crazy mouse or crazy cat style ride, that stupid roller coaster that they use to make primeval whirl. And out here, oh. it's the, the thing. I hate that thing. It's like a carnival, like hand me down. I mean, it's okay, no good. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it's awesome. But I'm there, there are worse things. What would you get? What else would you get rid of besides your animatronic? I love the other answer provided for us with the move it, shake it. Right, but that's Dizwire's. That's Dizwire's answer. I'm just saying it's a good answer. I'm not saying it's not. Oh. I'm just saying that if I had to pick, that's what I would get rid of. Um, I also, I'll come out and say it. I don't like the stage shows. When they have those like little shows, I don't even know how often they occur, but like frequently ish, and suddenly like they draw a crowd, you can't get through the hub. They shut down the central path through the castle. Yeah, it bothers me. That's the worst part is when you can't go through the castle. Yeah, that's yeah. dumb. That yeah, they need to rework it so you can still walk. But then people would stand and watch from the side to be annoying. But still, I agree. Stage shows are obnoxious. Oh, I have I have a question. I don't I don't I don't know if it's one of ours, but how do we feel about Sleepy Hollow picking up the hand dipped corn dogs? Don't care. Oh, okay. yeah, it doesn't excite me, Skip. Are you a hand dipped corn dog guy? I just like putting wheat. I mean, yeah, I love corn dogs. <laughs> uh, they're actually kind of a big deal at Disneyland. The hand dipped corn dog uh, right next to the plaza on Main Street is huge deal. So. I wasn't sure if that was something that was uh, also a big deal out there, but apparently you guys don't like. I mean, I don't know. Like Casey's Corner has the corn dog bites. I've never personally had them. Oh no, but those like... are not even I the same. I don't know. I, Man, I could not tell you the last time I've had a corn dog. Like maybe fifteen years ago. I don't I'm know. out to Disneyland. I'll take you out for a corn dog. 
I'm not sure I want a corn dog though. I'm just saying we could that that wouldn't be the only thing we do. There's tons of stuff, but I just corn dogs just I look at them and it's like it's the same Is way I look at phallic? you know a country sorry county fairs deep fried Oreos and Snickers bars and sticks of butter and I'm like I just can't I can't. Yeah, I'm actually with yeah. you on all that other stuff, but God, there's something about a corn dog. My metabolism is like that of a bear in hibernation, so I can't be eating yeah. that shit. Yeah. Rhiannon, I want to ask you this. Gabriel the Builder wants to know. He, he listened to season one, episode four, so the fourth Sorry. episode we ever made, and she says it's so weird to hear Rhiannon laughing so gaily. What moment broke her? <laughs> What did we do to you to break you? He wants to know. I think I signed a non-disclosure about that. So. <laughs> it needs. It cannot be spoken of. No. It cannot be. Yeah, it's part of our uh, settlement agreement. Yeah. Can't be spoken of. Uh, Livy wants to know. Um, he ins- was inspired by uh, Amanda, nine hundred ninety-nine Happy Hopses road trip. Okay. Do you have a favorite non-Disney podcast? Hashtag SRBar. Pod Save America or Love It or Leave It. My dad's favorite top podcast. Love It or Leave It. Um, I don't know if your dad would like that one. <laughs> he loves the name. Mm, it's true. Loves the name. Uh, mine would be the uh, BYOCB. We uh, are good friends of uh, of ours. Uh, BYOCB podcast here in Orlando. <laughs> You're getting creepy over there. Sorry, I'm reading the robot drunky tweets, and they're hilarious. I love this thing. Mm-hmm. Is this the AA tweets? Yeah, it is, right? Yeah. No, no, no. Robot. No, the new robot one, like drunky. Yeah, the the one that just just look at your. Well, you probably get a million followers a day, so it's not even. Let me look. He's great. Twitter. Let me go look. So, anyways, while I have a moment, while you're all like checking Twitter, um, also, so like. I basically listen to non-Disney podcasts, and so if you're into The Bachelor, nope. I also... Which is a Disney podcast, by the way. Shut up. No. <laughs> um, here to Make Friends. It's actually HuffPo's Bachelor podcast. I like that one. And, and Serial is a really good one. Um, that's obviously kind of like old news, but um, the same group that came out with that, uh, it's another NPR group, they came out with Shit Town, which is amazing. So definitely listen to Shit Town, and yeah, all the uh, <laughs> stop giggling. I'm talking. So the um, yeah, positive America, positive the people, positive the world, love it or leave it. With friends like these, all great podcasts. Okay, stop giggling. They're hilarious. This fucking robot. Move on to the so- next question. <laughs> Uh, Crooked Media. Just fucking follow Crooked Media. That West guy, Wes Kinetic, would like to know, is this the best non-drunkie ever? Or is it a great non-drunkie ever? Or the best non-drunkie ever? And it's Spay Lake Spence drinking tequila with Jose Carioca. Holy crap. At Tokyo Disney Sea. So, no, Spay it's the greatest. That is great. Felix Spence Banks. is a uh, new legend. Felix Spence. Rhiannon, this is directly to you from Lil PB&J. 
He's at uh, Dawa Bar, and he says, with all the added selections, is Dawa trying to make him feel bad for drinking Bud Light? Always. I'm not, buddy. Always. You drink that. Oh, they got cast of beer. You made a mistake. You just... It's meat and potatoes beer. Skipper, I, I just said, I like... like, 20 minutes ago, but the shit selections and Murica, and now you're saying, okay, go for it. It's awesome. It's I know. I, I also said that I wanted to get drunk on Bud Light Pick in America. Pick a side. Oh, my side is on the meat and potatoes side forever. It's meat potatoes beer. Stuff. I'm a working okay, man. Okay, I just you know I I'm can't a working work man. I can't I can't be drinking that craft beer all day long. After a day in the mines with the black lung, I got to go home and have myself some Bud Light or a Miller Lite. Oh, Light. you still have a job? Yeah, I got a job, man. I got I got to me a job. I need myself Next. a meat and potatoes beer. Next. Except for this. J Rock wants to know Skipper Dickrichie. I believe a first-timer. With Tron confirmed, what are your thoughts on a Flynn's Arcade-themed lounge? Maybe a barcade? Uh, so I can tell you that when they used to do Electronica, which was a badass, like, at-night bar and dance area at the California Adventure, they had Tron's Ar- or Flynn's Arcade. And they had Flynn's Arcade tokens, which were super cool. And if they were to bring that back with or without alcohol... That might be enough for me to move to wherever hey, you're going to have it. Hey, 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 hey. Raise your hand if you've never seen Tron and have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. Raise your hand if you feel sad for Rhiannon. <laughs> I'm, I'm, Always? Just right now. Well, no, just right now. What else? Skip, what about uh, uh, Super Weeniehead Jr. always says, what, of all places, the 90s and 80s at Pop Century, what about a great spot to open a barcade? Yeah, he's, he's a visionary with that one. I'm in. Top century guy. Yep. Um, let's see. Um, Diz Counselor Dan would like to know, what one, one Walt Disney World rumor would you like to prematurely confirm to rile Disney Twitter up, other than Tron, or follow-up, can we call this premature speculation? People really got pissed um, that that confirmed the uh, Tron rumor. Really pissed. I'm going to go with confirmed rumor. Um, they're doing it with all pirates in Pirates of the Caribbean, and it's just going to be like all um, happy, hippie settlers. So basically, they're going to make it's a small world, but with pirates. So, but no, no pirates. Nope. It's going to be all peaceful negotiations, where everyone works together to learn the new land and accept one another. So it's like a school for it's really just new friends. Yeah. Yeah. New so friends. New friends are, of the Caribbean. Yes. New friends of the Caribbean. I like it. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Confirmed yeah. rumor. Confirmed rumor. Everybody got pissed that the Tom from the news today, WWE News today, said confirmed. People got really pissed. Let's see. Rhiannon, um, Gabriel the Builder also wants to know, do you look down on beer bottles with twist-off caps? I do not. No. No, no I do not. Um, it is unfortunate. The majority of them are domestics. But were craft breweries to start enabling the ease of a twist-off, I would not look down upon that. How about craft breweries that use beer cans as opposed to bottles? I also don't look down upon that. My only issue right now is I'm trying to surface a bar top with bottle tops, and I don't, right. like, I don't, 
I need to have nice craft brewery bottle tops. And so every time I crack a can open, I'm like, ah, oh, shit. So they're well, then, like, a lot of times, like, bad. the really craft ones just use, like, gold bottle caps. They don't even have, yeah, they don't like, the smaller Yeah, have. Coppertail for the longest time. Yeah. It's just gold. But that could work in my designs. At some point, and they were, I saw a thing about a special specific label to separate a new term between craft beer, because right now craft beer just means anything that's not Bud Light. It feels like between, mm. there's like, oh, but that's still considered a lot of times craft beer. It's confusing in the marketplace. It, no, it gets confusing because there are still breweries like, you know, Fat Tire will try and call themselves a craft brewery and right. they're not. They're Sorry, not Fat Tire, but like New Belgium, who makes Fat Tire, like, and they're everywhere. Um, even Sam Adams, they they consider themselves the original craft brewery because once upon a time they were because by definition of the number of, you know, gallons that you produce, they were the original craft brewery. However, they now produce way more than that. They're not a craft brewery, and so yeah. yeah. So I would, was, know, are, are they a microbrew? Is it like craft brewery and then microbrewery? What, where does that step in between, I guess? There's some definition that defines the two of them. They're not one and the same. I don't, off the top of my head, know the difference. But I do know that another difference you get into is that you can have a craft or a microbrewery that is, by definition, still a craft or microbrewery. However... They are owned by a non-craft or microbrewery. And so, therefore, they may not be producing as much as a general domestic brand, but they're owned by one. And so, they're getting money funneled by them, and they're having their, you know, creative direction just controlled by their owners. And so, even though they may be producing less than a domestic brand, they're owned by one. So, like, that's a lot cool. So. Oh, yeah. Well... The company that owns Anheuser Busch, whatever those guys are, they're just going around buying craft breweries like crazy now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. That's well, and the challenge thing. too is, is like everybody says, like, well, at Epcot, we really want these like craft brews at Epcot. But like, can you imagine? Because I was looking at the new, there was a list that came out of new things that were coming out at the Food and Wine Festival, and a lot of these yeah. are pretty small breweries. Like, just the amount of their production that's going to have to go into Epcot has got to be pretty challenging for a small place. It's like everybody wants craft beer, but we want it everywhere. So it's almost like the demand kind of ruins craft beer in general because you want it everywhere. I don't want Bud Light at Epcot. I want craft beer. Yeah, no, and, and I, I totally understand that. And I think you have to at least assume slash hope for is that whomever they're going into bed with to make these deals um, obviously has the ability to produce the volume that is needed for the festival, which is sort of, it's an assumption because if you, if you look at past festivals, you've had various craft beers and they've run out within you know the first mm -hmm. few weeks. And so you really have to get in bed with a brewery that can supply you the demand, um, but not go overboard. And so not go into the sense like, well, we have so much extra, like we're going to here, we're going there, we have it there. And like, well, we can also service you. Like you really want to get that one brewery who's like, okay, okay, this is a big fucking break for us. This is so huge. 
we're going to make it our mission to have enough beers supply you for your festival to get our name out there, but we're also not going to have it everywhere else in America. And it's nope. like, that's really the balance you have to it's tough. strive for. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. We're down to the last few. Gabriel the Biller wants to know, Lime Garage, fourth floor, or Orange Garage, first floor? Orange first. Always orange. Always. But I don't like first floor, all, though. All right. All right. Why don't you like first floor? It's It doesn't... That's not where you enter. It's not where you enter uh, Disney Springs. You enter on floor two, and floor three and four typically and have the most availability. So I like to be able to ease into my parking spot. So I prefer three or four. But always orange. Orange is a better location for what I like to do. Same. Lime is kind of a cluster. Uh, I don't know enough about either to really say. So I'm going to go with yes. Skip prefers being dropped off at the front. Yeah. By oh, the no, bus. Honestly, for sure. I don't think there's a wrong answer here. I think both garages are a vast improvement over the previous experience. And so. Yeah. Not the real answer. Qu- it really is funny. Like, how much are people going to bitch if they're stuck in, they're building a third garage, but it's across the street? Even if they offer, like, some kind of. Uh, uh, like walking side. I can just picture the amount of people that are going to complain. They made us park over in the grape lot. Ugh. No, what they're going to complain about is when the grape lot is free and they start charging for lime and orange. That's yeah. when you'll hear the bitching. Oh, yeah. Ugh, they're making me park in grape. That extra 50 feet is the worst. Is that worst. is that Roz from uh, Monster Inc.? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. I'm watching you, Grape. It's great. Always park. You know who parks in the, in Grape? That guy. It's <laughs> hmm, um, up to you. Okay. Yeah. G. Delvecchio wants to know, look at the eBay auctions. What is this? Oh, for the V Foundation, specifically the Disney ones, incredible. So apparently there were good eBay auctions for the V Found Jimmy V Foundation. Oof. Yeah, there was like Disney vacations you could bid on, and they looked to be pretty awesome. Dang, that's cool. Mr. Monkey wants to know, will a Mario Kart ride at Universal Orlando be enough to get Skipper Dick Ritchie to visit? Uh, I did respond to that. Two words. And the answer is? Doubt it. (laughs) (laughs) What if you can actually be given a banana for free as a snack while you're in the queue and then you hang on to your peel, and once you're on the ride, you're allowed to throw it at the person behind you. It'd be cool if it would make them spin out, but I still don't know if that's <laughs> enough. I already do that in my normal life anyway. Same. This banana was delicious. Man, I hope that guy tailored me. Does... Yep. Biodegradable. O'Doyle rules. O'Doyle rules is right, exactly. O'Doyle rules. Um... WDW, this is the final uh, actual SR boner here. WDW owner is discussing the. Remember, we, we, we joked about Duber, the Disney Uber? Well, mm. things are coming out that it might be called the mini van, and it's actually going That's to. Terrible. Yeah, like mini, like Minnie Mouse. No, get I get it. That's terrible. That's <laughs> terrible. That it's actually going to be starting very soon. Um, 
And this is brings up a couple of great questions, and uh, I'm going to go ahead and just read it. So how many minivans will it take to equal one bus? Hashtag extra parking space. Hashtag extra fuel use. Hashtag how many handicapped vans needed? And then how – and then do that at four parks total. What happens when there are not enough vans and people have to wait even longer? Hashtag SR Boner. I think he brings up some very interesting questions. Or uh, she. I don't know. I'm assuming WDW <sighs> owner is a man for some reason. Yeah, me too. Uh, but basically, I, this conversation. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I, I don't know anything. Go on. No, I was just going to say, I don't know if they've ever actually used Uber or Lyft because, you know, there aren't unlimited of any of those things. And when you right. open up the app, you see what's around you and how long the wait's probably going to be. And that's what makes you decide. So well, if you're, if you're at the, the park and, or if you're at a resort and you look at the app, because I'm assuming Disney would have an app. Mm-hmm. You probably just don't walk up to like the bell desk well, and go. Well, but here's the, here's the thing, Skip. He brings up a really good point about the handicap vans. And it's one of the problems with Uber and Lyft. For example, taxi cab companies are required to offer ADA accessible transportation, as is Disney. Uber and Lyft do not do that. So Disney may have to offer more of these things. They are going to run under more strict uh, parameters than Uber itself or Lyft. Um, so that's a re- that is a really good question. Like assuming, if you're sitting there, you got assuming that it's even run by Disney. Yeah, that's that was the point I was going to make. Is like, I think it's a bit too early right now, or at least I have not read enough about the rumors out there, other than Disney's Uber, um, to speculate. But if they have it really as the same model as Uber or Lyft. Okay, yes, there will be the challenges of ADA compliance, but as far as volume, that will be just the number of people who want to be involved. Now, I think the real question will be, will Disney, because it's Disney, have way more stringent policies as to whom they accept as a driver and the vehicle they have, et cetera? And so, like, there may be a decrease in the supply if they're going to be way stricter. Well, these are actual, what, but, they're, what they're reporting is these are actual Disney vehicles and re- driven by Disney employees. So it so is. So, of course, the cost is going to be way fucking higher. They're, they're, they're speculating on the WDW News today that it would be 15 to $20 per ride. Ugh. Yeah, they what it sounds like. Okay. Okay. Sorry. I just want to say one thing. I'm sorry. But, like, Okay, at those prices, does that mean that they – because previously, before Uber and Lyft were even a thing, you could get a cab. So I'm assuming that with this whole Disney mini cabs, they will no longer allow Uber and Lyft, just like airports don't – well, certain airports. Um, So are they going to no longer allow cabs? Because this sounds the exact same fucking pricing as cabs. Well, that's what I was going to say, is what it sounds like to me is that they're just partnering with Mirrors to come up with an inner uh, Disney cab company, basically. Yeah, it's not... So... You're you're really... You're not offering anything new to your customers, your guests, that they couldn't have had already 
what you're doing is just saying we are blocking you from Uber and Lyft. But you're also offering name recognition, comfort with the Disney brand. A lot of there are people who would rather just have Disney do it. Like we're at Disney, have Disney take me, but I don't want to wait for a damn bus or I want to go from the boardwalk to the Polynesian. I don't want to have to take two buses. So I think there is the familiarity. I would love to see the guest surveys that they have done where somebody said, you know what, I'd be willing to pay $15 to get from the Magic Kingdom to Portland's French Quarter instead of waiting for a bus. But I would not, I would not be willing to pay $15 for a taxi cab from the Magic Kingdom. Well, to here's Portland's also, you have to think about this, and here's what, where, where Don, where I think the, dif- the difference is going to be. When you leave Animal Kingdom, I picture these Disney minivans being right there. Not 75 yards to the left. So you're going to run into these much sooner. And they're going to be just kind of right there. And I think so. Location, the the location is going to be what they are selling. And they're going to try to increase convenience. If they can somehow pick up in the park like these express buses do, that would be the game changer. I mean. Well, Well, and have you been on an express bus? There's nobody on them. So what you do is you have. Park to park. Well, but that's what I'm saying. So you have a fleet going park to park, and they wait at the parks, but then those are also the same guys that are going between the resorts. So, you know, when you need a ride, you say, I don't want to wait however long or take a taxi. So you say, I want this, and they come from the park to the resort, pick you up, drop you off. If there's another person to pick up and drop off, they're cool. If not, get back to the resort or to the parks where we need you constantly going. But I feel like... I mean, as far as the whole, like, I don't want to wait. Well, with the exception of the Magic Kingdom, where their cab stand is back at the TTC, every other park, I mean, I feel like, again, you have to recognize the world we live in, the climate we live in, and people, the majority, are accustomed to Uber and Lyft, and they know better than to walk out of the park and go, like, all right, where's my car? Like, they know, like, okay, we're walking out of the park. We have, like, 10 minutes to get to the cab stand. I'm going to call the Uber now. Like, they know to do that. So they don't need the car to be waiting. They know enough to call it 10 minutes in advance. I will say, I think you are, among people we know in our lifestyle, the amount of people that use Uber and Lyft is high. I don't think that extends to nationwide and worldwide Middle well, America people use Uber are that familiar and comfortable with Uber and Lyft. I'm not disagreeing with you. But what I'm saying is, is that I think that were Disney to invent their own version of this, the people using it, I don't think would be these people who are not familiar with Uber and Lyft. I think, and whatever, right. I could be totally fucking wrong, but I think that if Disney were to actually do this, that they would go into some whatever, you know, hard and fast attempt to block Uber and Lyft, much like airports try to, to monopolize the business. And so what you'd have is the people who wanted and knew and are accustomed to using Uber and Lyft, be like, well, fuck, what do we do? We can call a cab, we can wait for a fucking bus, we can drive our own car or we can use Disney's Uber minivan or the fucking call it. Like, I, I don't see these inexperienced 
unknowledgeable people being like, what's this minivan? Sounds great. I'll do it. Like, I don't know. Hmm. It sounds more to me like Disney trying to monopolize the Uber and Lyft business, honestly. I just, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm more thinking that one, it's not necessarily about the weight as much as being in an overcrowded bus. And two, getting from resort to resort is fucking terrible. So oh, I almost mm-hmm. feel like this is what it's more based at. I mean, whether they're yep. blocking it, out Uber like, or taxis or whatever, but I think it's more about how do you get from, you know, to and from the hoop you do, let's say, because that's that's almost to awesome. Tampa. Yeah, no, that's yeah. You that, know, so we, I use Lyft all the time at Disney, oh, and me too. the I majority, yeah, and I do it from going to Wilderness Lodge to Polynesian because to try and do a bus or a boat, it's a fucking hour. A lift, it's like five dollars, and it's five minutes. Like, it's a no-brainer. And so, it's also a no-brainer that Disney wants to capitalize on that, and that they could like somehow block Uber and Lyft and get their own vehicle in there and charge ten dollars instead of five. You know, yeah, it's it's really a no-brainer. I mean, they can, they they won't be able to block them via the app. Lyft and Uber would have to do that, but they could stay. I mean, they could, they are allowed to ban anybody from the property they want and they can say no ride sharing. And if these people come on to, to pick somebody up, they can have their little phone sitting there and just pick them off one by one, <laughs> uh, get them trespassed if they do it. I mean, that's what they can, if they really want, if they really wanted to crack down, they pull out their own Uber Lyft, call an Uber when they show up, be like, you know, you're not allowed to do this, get them trespassed. I think they I mean, would probably end up saying them like, you can only pick up and drop off at the ticket and transportation center. You know? That's what cabs have to do. Right. Yeah. I mean, not, at the, not at the resorts, but yeah. Right. So, yeah. you know, that way they can be like, yeah, you can Uber and Lyft all day long, but, you know, we can't have them coming into the the resorts. There's already too much traffic. Yeah. And that way, I, you know, I, to tell me honest you, I would, I'd be, I'd, I'm not looking forward like to the $20 rate, even the 15 seems steep. But if it was ten bucks, I would I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I don't necessarily see them blocking Uber or Lyft just because it would be very difficult and and uh, a, quite a process to do so. But I do think them offering and they can offer convenience, better locations, and they could you know the, the hotel itself can promote it. Like you're, a family's walking out, we'd like to go here. Well, let's let we'll call you a, a minivan and they'll just offer it as the option and they'll do it. So. I think the hotels can offer it as their own option. So, anyway, be interesting to see how it happens, how it all works out. Yep. Um. Now, the last four asset <laughs> owners are all from the same account, Robot Drunkie. So I will read oh, them oh in oh Robot Drunkie. S. Sour Boner, longtime listener, first time boner. What do you think? Sorry, it's my first time. Yay. Second one is Robot Junkie wants to know, I say Mayor Carlos in the well from Pirates of the Caribbean should be replaced with the new Donald Trump audio animatronic, and we put the redhead in Hall of Presidents. Yes. I love Robot Junkie. Confirmed. Robot Drunkie would also like to say, can you ask the kids to stop watching movies? I'm trying to order a pineapple. That's sad. <laughs> you didn't say it with the right inflection. Pineapple? 
Pineapple? Pine- pineapple pizza is the best. Oh, I do love pineapple pizza. Yum. And finally, what animatronic would you like to announce at D23? <laughs> That's so much fun. That is so uh, much fun. I, I really love whoever does all these parody accounts. Uh, uh, so, someone did ask if I was doing several of the of them, and I can tell you 100% no. And the only drunky related account I run is Drunk at Disney. <laughs> Everything else, I really have no idea who runs any of them. Yeah. Same here. I don't think it rhymes with Ipper Dick Itchy. Nope. Not me. Not me. I'm, I'm telling yeah, you, I can't, I have a hard time keeping up with my own account. Exactly. A little less trying I... to. I don't keep up with my own account, so sorry. And I did assume that it was uh, Rhiannon's liver was prolific and did several, but according to Rhiannon's liver, that is also not the case. <laughs> so, well, the mystery mysteries continue. abound. Mystery abounds. I mean, I, I do agree with you guys that currently Robot Drunkie um, is very inside with who they are following. Mm. Uh, following quite a trend here. Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, for with sure. Mr. Cannon, Weenie, Crimson Tide Dan, Dustin Verdon. I mean, it's basically a, a who's who of the 3 o'clock parade, so. Okay. And the hashtag family. So, who knows? Who knows? Not, not me. Not I. He said, we have come to the end of Ask Sour Boner. Any final thoughts from the hosts? Well, it's funny you should say that. So my magic band that I got for my resort stay Saturday night is the host. Because, you know, I'm like the host body of my liver. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. I like, I like that. The host. Yeah. I like that. So I'm excited. You're, are you excited for a nice weekend uh, at the Walt Disney World Resort? I am. I feel like I'm gone through withdrawal because I, th- I think the last time I was there well, you were kind of I on guess. like someone else's uh... yeah no no I, I was gonna I was gonna say like so I was there a month ago but didn't really count because I was on somebody else's schedule and priorities and itinerary and all that um, so I was like I think it was St. Patrick's Day but no we were there in May for the uh, Avatar preview day so that was really the last time I was there, like, on my schedule, my priorities. And so it's really been two months since I had that, and so I'm looking forward to it, even though it's not really my priorities, because my organ takes the reins. Your organ is uh, is ready to party, I believe? Oh, my God. I mean, our- you, I feel like you, it's a very masochistic organ. The organ is already here. He's already partying. Oh, I know. The organ was, is pregame. I've always thought it was weird that we refer to Livy as a he. I've always felt Livy was a she. No. She wears, it's kind of like with, a, with a pet. and puts male. lipstick on. No. My organ is all man. All right. I mean, obviously, you would know better than anybody. Yeah. I think organs are like pets. They say if you're like a male, you're spo- you should have a female pet. They respond sometimes better. And if you're female, you should have a male pet. They hey, respond. Man. Both my cats are dudes. 
and we get along great. Right. So I think I think livers are the same way. If you're a female, yeah. you should have a male liver, and a male should have a female liver. I agree. That's nice. Because you have a love-hate relationship with your liver, much like... <laughs> no? I don't hate my cats. No, that's true. Um, let's see. Skip it to Gritchy. You got a big weekend coming up? I do. I've actually got a lot going on. This weekend is uh, D23, and then the following weekend is Comic-Con. Somewhere in between. Jesus. I have to figure out some time for us to record this nonsense again. But I also just got word from Char that she lands in three hours and 15 minutes. Which gives me enough time to actually get a train and be up there and at Trader Sam's when she arrives. Do it. So I, my problem sounds is, like your liver is needing a vacation after this. Oh, my liver! It's I don't even. It's gone. It just goes straight through now. There's no need to filter anything. The alcohol just That's goes. Talent. Through. Yep. Perfect. Um, no, my problem is, is that I don't have a place to stay tonight. There's no hotels available, and the Hot ones that are wire. available. Are like four hundred and fifty bucks a night because yeah, of D23. well it's D twenty three, yeah. Where's yeah. Char staying? I'm sure she would love for you to crash on her floor. Yeah, right. Well, that's almost what I was gonna say. I've been trying to get a hold of her and to be like, hey, I know you and your husband are coming out, or fiance, or Just whatever he is. Volunteer to sleep in the bathtub. Uh, how would you feel if you had a complete stranger just stay in your hotel room one night? You're not a stranger. You're family. Hashtag. Yeah, oh. but still. You know, it could it could be awkward that the first night we meet at a bar is also the uh, night that I spend the night. Hey, you could yeah. she could do worse. That's for sure. She could do worse. But uh, do worse. you could not do better. No, oh no, I would. No, not sure. No. no, I not at all. So I've actually um, like put out a few feelers. I let Aaron know that I was thinking of going up, and then I have some other friends in the area that I'm just like, please, just let me spend the night. Uh, otherwise, I don't know. I could, I guess, I could just get to the lobby of the hotel that I'm staying in to, uh, tomorrow night, and just be like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm here to check in." And then when they're like, "Your room won't be ready till 3 I'll be like, "Okay, we'll take my luggage in, and I guess I'll just hang out in the lobby until you guys." Yeah, be like, "I'm just gonna use a pool just, lounger." Yeah, just gonna have to hang just out here somewhere. Don't take the train. Drive instead, and just sleep in your car. Oh no, you, I, those were. Those words didn't even just come out of your mouth. <laughs> what? Because it's the worst. I think, yeah, driving all the way up there. If I, I could sleep before, at the train station like a hobo, it would be I, perfect. I, I actually could sleep at the train station. In one week. To Disneyland? Yeah. From where? What, the one time I've been to, from San Diego. I flew into San Diego, and my conference in San Diego didn't start for like another day, so I drove up to Anaheim, went to Disneyland, drove back to San Diego, went to my conference, drove back to Anaheim, went to Disneyland, and then I flew out of LAX. That sounds like such a terrible experience to me. I just Well, I'd never well, driven around there or been there, so it was kind of a nice drive. I mean, yeah, no. I'm good. One, so you're saying is you're not going to do that, Skip? I'm not going to drive up there tonight, because that would also mean I'd have to drive back, and I actually can't drive back because I am... A friend of mine who is coming down for Comic-Con, actually a whole group of them, and we're all taking the train back together, so uh, that wouldn't work. Man, they do have $100 uh, stays at a few of the hotels in the area now that I'm looking at it. Oh, 201 There you go. There you go. All right. 
Probably. Yeah, but there's on the train now. And uh shifty hotels. Report Skipper to Richie. I might need to talk to uh Mrs. Drunk at Disney and see if she has a hookup for the night. Uh, <laughs> if it's dirty. really busy, I can say probably not. Oh but, no, I'm uh, sure it's not. It's not a thing. Um right. and let's see. Rhiannon, I will see you this weekend with uh with your liver and your cooler. No. <laughs> you get to pick. No, you get to pick two out of the three. So I, I can have the cooler and your liver, or the that liver. That sounds like you're trying to take my liver somewhere. That's true. All right, fine. I'll leave the cooler in the car, and I'll hang out with you in the liver. Thank you. All right. We'll see you next week, uh, Skipper Richie. I cannot wait for the report. Me too. Me, me too, buddy. I hope. Hope I live up to anybody's expectations. Good luck. Catch you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.